0: The Nasdaq is slumping, tech stocks are rolling over, but why? Growth is strong, AI provides a narrative, and the economy is not in bad shape. Today, the fundamental story within tech. It's Thursday, October 26th. Welcome to Tech Check. I'm Deirdre Bosa.
1: I'm Mark Gilbert. D. we're mostly through third quarter earnings, at least for big tech. How do you feel?
0: I feel okay. I feel like leading up to the earnings season, we always talk about the outsized impact that the mega cap tech stocks could have on the broader markets, right? That old saying, as goes Apple, goes the market. So there's always sort of that opportunity for things to go really haywire. But it feels like over the last few quarters, it's just been pretty sturdy. And that's what I've found this quarter as well. Um, The numbers have actually been strong, but the stocks have gotten punished. And to me, it just doesn't feel like a mega cap story. It feels broader than that. It feels like it's about economic worries and yields.
1: Right. And for context, Microsoft, Meta, Alphabet, they all reported this week and all three stocks now are are lower since Monday, despite what was actually some pretty strong numbers, at least, you know, in, in terms of growth for all of them.
0: There's, you know, there's a habit to look at them and say, okay, you look at an Alphabet, the weak spot was cloud. And that's why shares are slumping. But I don't actually think that's the case because cloud still makes up such a small proportion of overall revenue. This is still such an advertising and search advertising, YouTube advertising story. And on that front, at its core, I mean, it's firing on all cylinders, right? The the advertising
1: advertising results for Google were strong and YouTube.
0: Exactly. And then Meta kind of gave us the same story, even though there were some concerns about the current quarter and the war that broke out. Um, But it also told us, beyond that, that it actually can balance massive costs with profitability. That was like such a key question at the beginning of this year. And we didn't even have the generative AI cycle at that point. This was, can they balance out all the costs that they spent over the pandemic coming out of it and, you know, reach a better measure of profitability. Microsoft, though, if we look at this one, showed the street that it can actually monetize AI in the cloud um, because it's more connected to that core business. So when you look at the earnings and revenue growth this quarter and you take a step back, it's really hard to find fault with double-digit top-line growth. Mark, why don't you go through the numbers?
1: Right. So for for Alphabet, revenue growth was 11%, and net income growth was 42%. I mean, those are huge numbers. For Microsoft, revenue growth was 13%. Net income growth was 27%. And for Meta, I mean, this one's sort of wild. Revenue growth was 23%. uh, Net income growth was 164%. So more than doubling Meta more than doubling their net income year over year.
0: Yeah. Those are all, all the numbers you just said are double digits, some lower double digits, some higher. And in the case of Meta, triple digits when it comes to that net income growth coming off a very low base. But I think the point is these are GARP at the minimum growth at a reasonable price and then like good growth too in some of these cases. So return to that. And the reason that Meta's net income is up so much is that it put so much cost cutting in place. Zuckerberg famously kicked off the year of efficiency and made some pretty brutal layoffs a number of times. And so that's really positioned them well right now to where we are right now when there's different things that they got to spend on.
1: Right. And I think that we sort of can't keep saying this enough, but that Meta kicked off that year of efficiency because it was worried about a coming recession. The recession never happened. So now they have strong, you know, top line revenue for, uh, you know, at, at levels that maybe they weren't expecting. Right. They were expecting more of a revenue hit from this ex- recession that never ended up c- coming. So they've made the cuts and then shrunk the cost base of this company. And yet revenue continues to be very high.
0: And so here's my takeaway so far this earnings season when we're looking at big tech, the weak stock performances that we've seen from them recently, that's more an effect of the broader sell off in equities as a whole then they are a cause of it. Going back to what we said when we kicked off this podcast, we keep expecting big tech to lead to major moves in the market, but it's the macro that's leading to moves in them. Um, Part of this, we've talked about a yield-driven rut that's affecting equities as a whole. Has investors asking, okay, why should we take a chance on risky stocks when safe bond yields seem similarly priced? If the 10% is yielding 5% and the earnings yield for the S&P as a whole is 5%, why hold equities over bonds? Right.
1: It's, it's more balanced. You see people maybe moving money into the treasury market. The other dynamic that I think is happening here is that, uh, you know, we talked about growth rates. If you just look at the price of these stocks, Meta is up 131% year to date. So there might just be a case of here of very high expectations and, um you know, investors taking some profits on some stocks that are up huge. One stock that is not up as much as the rest is Amazon, which has been a laggard recently. Um, But, you know, interestingly, actually very similar year-to-date performance as Alphabet and Microsoft has just been a recent underperformer as as Amazon.
0: Well, recent, but also I would say on a longer term, I was looking at that year-to-date performance. Yeah, it's done pretty well, kept pace with Alphabet and Microsoft. But if you look at 12-month returns, I think Amazon is up like 3%. Major, major laggard in that sense. And that was coming out of the pandemic and all that spent um, on its logistics network. So that costly logistics build out, right? That's part of the story here. been an underperformer, slowing cloud growth and really seen as playing catch up in artificial intelligence. So the bar for Amazon tonight could be lower. And remember, we're recording this a few hours ahead of those results. Um, But this is a company that's still going to need to balance one of the major themes we've been talking about for a few weeks now, and that is the promise of AI versus the economics of AI. Key to that is going to be its cloud unit, AWS, which sort of every analyst points to, every notes points to, is that because it's been decelerating for six straight quarters, we need Andy Jassy and the team to come out and confidently say, we hit the bottom and we're on the upswing
1: right and that's sort of key to that to that fundamental story i think that you bring up an interesting point there which is that aws profitability is the engine that pays for all these ai investments and for the infrastructure build out and for you know cloud build out and that's not just amazon right all of these companies have expanded margin in the last year massive layoffs at meta and you know, that is what gives them the cash flow to then go spend on AI. It's not like, it's not like that we're at an environment where margins are razor thin and they're looking for things to cut. Margins are fat. They've done mm-hmm. the cuts. And, you know, this is, this is spending time.
0: Except, and this is why Amazon is sort of the outlier and why it's in the spicy group of stocks versus right. Garpy. <laughs> um, because its core business does have razor thin margins, e-commerce, um, is still, I mean, the street is looking for those margins to widen a little bit to come to, I think at least like 5% or more. And some questions about that. It's not like this, it does have an advertising business, but it's not the business like it is at Meta and Alphabet. Um, So I don't know. The picture's a little cloudy on this one, right? How I think, good does the consumer know, feel going into the holiday season?
1: I think it's actually really interesting. The order that, uh, you know, the order often of earnings is not that interesting. But I think this quarter, we've gotten the three, uh, maybe the four if you count Netflix, uh, that the fundamental story is most solid. And the two that we have left, Amazon Today and Apple Next Week, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are the two stocks where the fundamental story is a little more cloudy and they could, you know, Apple had negative growth, um, you know, and these could be the this could be the the two stocks where actually there are, you know, fundamental reasons for investors to worry.
0: That's such a great point. And then Apple, of course, is just the huge elephant in the room. It really does determine where the markets could go from here if if the fundamentals are a little bit weak something to keep in mind if you're listening now um amazon does give guidance so that guidance for this all-important holiday quarter that's going to be key and that's probably the number that we're going to focus on the street's going to focus on after the bell as well as that aws prediction so we'll be back with all of that tomorrow thanks for joining from their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway